Well, no, that was the playoff bracket extravaganza. Uh, but extravaganza is a, an inappropriate word, according to NHL.com. Oh. What? Uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck you, NHL.com. I mean, Does it mean something different in Canada? <laughs> no. <laughs> I'm quite certain it does not. yeah this extravaganza obviously means something uh, very dirty in Canada you're listening to Barely on Topic with VA when I think of a slap shot I think of defenseman it's like the only shot this is what I got let's do it Nick here comes the bagel boy himself Anthony Joe Sackman Sacko Jeff then I moved to Canada. And Tim. Probably not. All right, so it's fairly on topic. We're in our second season, blah, blah, blah. It's We're actually in the playoffs, so we're going to do a special mini episode. I guess this is 24A, we're going to call it. Episode 24A, a playoff preview. And today... And today we have um, we have three people. We have Jeff. Well, four, four people. Yes, there's four. I don't consider myself a person today. Apparently, I'm just the recording monkey, according to. We believe I, in you, VA. What? We believe in you. <laughs> we do. Uh, okay. Yes. Uh, it's been a hell of a few minutes. So anyway. Okay. Yes. So we have four people. Not just three people and a recording monkey and various things. So we have Jeff, we have Tim, and we have Ben filling in because he likes to talk about hockey every once in a while. Yay! Yay so what we thought we would do is do a quick uh, down and dirty preview of the first round matchup of the Boston Bruins. That starts the... in a half hour. <laughs> <Da! laughs> <laughs> That's actually more or less exactly what's going on inside me right now. (laughs) Jeff, this is the episode that I'm not really editing. (laughs) People are going to hear what we're really like. (laughs) Well, they know. They already know. (laughs) Well, you do, but come on. You get a glimpse behind the curtain. Uh, Anyway, yes, preview of the Boston Bruins and the Ottawa Senators. So... All right, I'm going to have you guys answer a lot of things. Not a lot of things, just a few things. And uh, just, you know, let's uh, try to keep our answers trim and, uh, you know, but still informative. So, uh, okay, so... uh, So, what do you think the difference maker on each of these teams is? Uh, Who wants to go first? Jeff, you're going to go first, and then it'll be Ben and then Tim. Okay. Now... I think the, 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 the conventional wisdom is that Eric Carlson's the difference maker for the Senators. I, while I definitely think he's a difference maker, the difference maker is going to be Craig Anderson. Craig Anderson, for a long time, has been possibly the most sneaky good goalie in the league. He's said the misfortune of being in Ottawa. Yeah. Um, so his performance, and yes, it's the goalie. This is kind of a cop-out pick, I suppose. But his performance is entirely how the Senators go, even more so than a normal goalie performance is. Okay. As for the Bruins... I mean, it goes without saying, really. Uh, it, it's 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 Patrice Bergeron. If he can, he, Bergie is, is 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 the 
he's the driving force on this team, regardless of how whether he's scoring or not. If Vergi is off, it's game over. If Vergi is on, if Vergi is running the table, shutting everything down, then we've got a chance, because the other the rest of the team can focus on breaking the 1-3-1. Okay, sounds fair. What do you think, Ben? For Senators Bruins, I think the difference maker for the Bruins will be Bruce Cassidy. If he can make the uh, adjustments necessary to beat the one three one, then I think we stand a great chance. If he can't do that, then the series is over. Okay, so basically, it's his his ability to plan in the the last few days that they've had, uh, and at, based on what the games have been, uh, his ability to to figure out the trap. Yeah, he's if he can come up with a zone exit scheme that isn't stretch passes and and flip plays, you know, maybe uh, more control of carried exits out of our zone, maybe. Uh, a short passing scheme, you know, maybe that can work for us. Uh, or trying to generate a lot of speed uh, might work for us as well. But if he sticks with the current plan of stretch passes and flip plays, it's not going to get it done. Uh, if you look at the last game we played against the Senators, uh, the defensive scheme or the the neutral zone scheme uh, was shutting that down uh, pretty pretty seriously. I will say, um, with Brad Marchand back, that really ups the chance for that. Cause Brad is the one of the league's best at controlled zone entries. So yeah, with having, super strong him, the puck. yeah. So having him back will hopefully prevent the number of flip uh, of, of stretch passes and dump ins. Yep. And what do you think about on the senator side, or do you just want to say screw the senators? Who cares about them? Uh, could be a guy like Mark Stone, where uh, his his turnover generation is phenomenal, and if he can if he can frustrate the, the the Bruins, then you know it could be a long series. Uh, but you know Craig Anderson's also the other other strong choice there. I mean if. If we can't get pucks past him, then and that's it. Mm-hmm. I mean, I was worried about Braden Holtby and his ability to uh, uh, keep the Bruins o- away from scoring, but uh, I didn't even think too much about Craig Anderson, even though you know the Bruins seem to well, they did lose all four games this season for various reasons. Tim, what do you think? Uh, yeah, for my my pick for the Senators would actually um, I'm gonna say it's Bobby Ryan. Kind of had a bad year this year, 13 goals, 12 assists. If he's playing on their second line there, he could be key. If he gets him a – he's one of those guys that kind of can score in bunches. So if he kind of gets hot, that would be uh, bad news for the Bruins. And my guy for the Bruins is Drew Stafford. Um, he's been he's played really well since they came over in the trade. And I think if he continues his play um, and plays well in these playoffs, I think he could be a guiding force to help them into the next round. Okay. So I know this seems uh, like it's kind of tied into the other question a little bit, but uh, can you think of any key matchups that you're you're going to, to look for that you think will affect how this series will go? Okay. The big thing I think we can expect to see is uh, not so much necessarily a um, uh, forward line matchup. It's going to be a forward and uh, forwards versus defense matchup. Right. Basically... Um, the Sens are going to be in shit if they don't deploy Carl- the Carlson method pair, if Mark Metho is playing. I don't know if he is. Um, he was listed as being uh, in the lineup tonight. Okay. Yeah, he's in their projected lineup. Yes. Okay, so, um, so-, so that they're going to deploy that pairing, presumably against the Bergeron, Marsh, and Bacchus line. So what that could do, potentially, is it, it could result in mutual, in mutual neutralization. Which, to be honest, is a trade I'm okay with taking. Because the rest of the Sens' defense is awful. It is Dion Phaneuf, Cody Cece, Mark Borowicki, and then a bunch of guys who I don't know who they are. And I have their names in front of me. (laughs) 
Yerky Yoki Paka, Chris Weidman, Frederick Clayson, whatever that is, and something called a Ben Harper. <laughs> has Weidman in there as they're projected with Borowiecki? I... <laughs> okay, I'm sorry. I can't. I can't help but just my mind slips, and I just can't help but think of my my good old buddy Lurch. Um... <laughs> <laughs> He's the only actual defenseman in their bottom four, really. <laughs> and I'm also distracted because is that really how you say is Borowicki? Because I swear Jack pronounces it a different way. But I guess it doesn't really, really matter. It's not our team. We don't give a shit, right? It's um, there, see? Somebody else knows how to say it. But so, he's North American, so they're probably not going to pronounce it right. Yes, that's probably how it would be pronounced in the old country, but. Um. <laughs> yeah, so uh, anyway. <laughs> Ben, do you have anything to add on this? Um, not the name, but, you know. Big matchups. I think the third line of the Senators, Senators versus the third line of the Bruins. I think Hoffman, Pajot, and Stone can give uh, uh, Spooner's line fits. Absolutely That's fits. their third line? How'd that uh, happen? I don't know. <laughs> Top line, Stahlberg, Broussard, Burroughs, then MacArthur, Turris, Ryan, then Hoffman, Hoffman, Pajot, Stone. It's got to be listed in a weird order because there's no way that first line's not a third line. And I'm looking at. Uh, yeah, I believe you. I'm just baffled. <laughs> hey, you know it's murder. the playoffs, so we do weird murder. things, right? Yeah. So anyway, as you were saying, Ben. Yeah, I, I, if our third line, in terms of beating that trap, in terms of generating some offense, our third line needs to figure out a way to get it going. Uh, Spooner's going to have a, a brutal day on the faceoff dot, so they're going to find out some other way of of you know getting that puck puck back and and getting out of the zone. Would you deploy the uh, fourth line instead? Do you think more would be better at that, or possibly? Possibly. You know, if that's really the third line, and you put out our great fourth line against them, that's a better chance of stopping Hoffman and Stone from scoring yeah. than um, our third line by any certainly. I know that's not much of an tonight, though. They get to choose the the, the matchups. Oh, yeah. Damn it! Yeah, they get less change. All right, Tim. I mean, no, I think those are pretty much the ones I would have gone with, so good. So, we're going to move on from all that. We're going to talk about injuries, because we know that we have lots of injuries. And how do you think they're going to affect each team? So, let's go over this really quickly. For tonight's game, definitely. For game one, we have no Carlo, no Krug, no Achari. Although, Achari looks like he could probably factor in, uh, get back into game two if they want to use him. Uh, but it looks like Krug and Carlo are out for the first two games, even though they've only said game one, because they didn't travel at all with the team. And then, of course, we've got McAvoy. The start of the McAvoy era is tonight. And uh, for the Senators, Carlson and Mathot are both supposed to be in tonight, although Carlson did leave the ice during practice for a little bit today, but I think he came back. Anyway, they're supposed to be in the projected lineup, or they're in the projected lineup. I guess I should just say, how screwed are we right now, or are we not? Missing Krug, more so than any of the others, is a real problem. I have no problem whatsoever with John Michael Lyles, but bottom line is the left side of Chara, John Michael Lyles, and whichever Miller's playing the right the left side these days. Uh, they've, they've, they've reversed a few times. Well, you. what's interesting is that what I saw, according to what was written up on uh, Bruins.com or .nhl.com, McAvoy was going to be starting off with Kevin Miller today, tonight. Starting off with him. That's That may not be how it is by the end of the game. Okay, well, that would mean that Kevin Miller is currently the one playing on the on the left side. On the left rather than Chiller. Okay, thank yeah. you. Yeah, <laughs> so... <laughs> 
<laughs> yeah, missing Krug is a real problem. McAvoy probably can't quite, as this is as his first NHL game, step up to fill in like to fully fill in for Carlo. But he is uh, certainly more of a hole filler in that regard than Lyles is for for Krug. I'm trying to be be, be gentle, VA. <laughs> no, 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 no. It's okay. You don't have to be gentle. I'm I'm fine. Um, unless you told me uh, that. Brandon yep. Carlo sucks, and then I'm going to come after you. But. Anyway, we now have a serious mobility problem on our left D, yeah. which means their right wings, say, oh, Mark Stone, are a potentially a real problem. Yeah, that's not good. That's not good. Ben, yes. So, yeah, I'm going to keep you know uh, harping on beating the 1-3-1. Uh, not having Krug in the lineup means getting out of our own end is going to be that much harder. Uh, you saw that uh, again in the, that last game against the Senators, where... They were, they were flying in the first period. They lose Krug, and all of a sudden, they can't get the puck out of their own end. So I think it was a very big concern there. Uh, also, with Carlo out, uh, you could see Char getting the Bieksa treatment. You know, remember Bieksa in the, the Cup Finals 2011 uh, got double teamed a lot by the Bruins and uh, worn down a lot. I could see the Senators doing the same thing to Char. Mm. Uh, as for the Senators, yeah, uh, if Carlson slowed down, then a lot of their offense is going to get slowed down, too. Uh, I mean, I don't, I don't like seeing players get hurt, but if that's the situation, I'm you know got to take advantage of that. About it. Yeah, I was I was going to mention uh, as a kind of a, a side question. You know, do you think that Carlson's really ready to go, or they're just like you know shooting him up with whatever and throwing him on the ice? <laughs> Twofold answer to that, I think. I'll let Philip Ben can go first if he wants. I'm I was going to go with I have no idea. Okay. My guess is probably not because he was in and out of the lineup to close the season, like practically oscillating in the fact that he left practice today. It is some some sort of foot injury is all we've been told. So probably not ready. And B probably has been, uh, he's probably just forcing it after having read that beautiful Bergeron piece on the Players' Tribune. It, that sort of really illustrates the whole playing through um, playing through injury despite, despite it being the absolute insane thing to do. A mentality of the playoffs, and I bet that might be what we're seeing now with Carlson. I think that goes across all sports. I mean, if you're not ready to go for the playoffs, like your team gets there, then you probably don't want it enough. And, and, and I'm not saying I'm not going to editorialize on whether that's correct or not. I'm just saying that's just how it is. So I'm really hoping that not that I want Eric Carlson to be injured. I'm just hoping he's not anywhere near 100 percent because I don't want the Senators to win. That's all. Isn't that nice to hear from me? That's <laughs> it's like the that's, bare minimum. That's all. Re- that's that's all reasonable. Actually, there's nothing. <laughs> there's nothing untoward in that. Um. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Oh, God. Okay. Wow. We're cruising right along. You guys are being very short. Very. You, you've made it very clear. That's what you wanted from me. I know. I know. I know. I'm very impressed. I'm. I'm yay! Yay! You guys are doing a good job. Okay. So basically, I guess. Unless you have anything else that you want to add really quickly, we're going to head right into predictions. Okay, okay predictions! <laughs> <laughs> I'm not used to I'm not used to being streamlined and people being ready to go. I'm very impressed. Okay, uh, who wants to go first? Uh, Tim, you're going to go first, and then we'll go Ben and then Jeff. All right, so uh, my prediction is... I'm gonna. I'm just gonna go with what I want to happen. I'm gonna say Bruins win the series, but I'm gonna say it goes seven games. I'm gonna say that by the end of it, oh. say game six, that oh. no Mark Method. Pluto just tweeted this. <laughs> uh, nice. Okay. What? Well, that's gonna help a lot. 
And I'm going to say that Crew comes back game seven and he scores the game-winning goal on a feed somehow by Charlie McAvoy. Boom. It's going to happen. Wow. Go Boulder, go home, huh? Got to. But I, I feel like in this scenario, like, never mind. I'm, I'm not I'm not going to think about it. Okay. Uh, ben. I'm going to be the pessimistic one. Uh, we haven't beaten this team all season. I don't know why we're going to start now. Uh, if Cassidy can make the adjustments, then great. But I'm not sure we can do it, especially with, with Krug being hurt. We don't know how long that's going to be for. Uh, I don't care what the underlying numbers say. Uh, you can look at possession stats all you want, but the top team in possession stats this year is the LA Kings, who didn't even come close to the playoffs. So I am not bullish. I, I see a lot of concerns. Uh, yeah, if we can't be the trap, this is over. And I haven't seen them uh, without Krug. You know, I, I think we're going to have a, a disappointing series. Thanks for bringing us all down, Ben. <laughs> Just kidding. Uh, I want to be- I want to be wrong. Hey, that's what I said. I said that earlier in the season when I said they wouldn't even make the playoffs. I want to be wrong. wrong, Right? You were wrong. Maybe I'm getting misled by Marchand being out in that last Senators game. Maybe maybe his puck-carrying ability uh, will really help carry the day there. But uh, from the back end going out, I'm not. I mean, maybe McAvoy steps up, but there are too many ifs that I'm seeing. Yep. No, this is perfectly reasonable. I'm just kidding around with you a little bit, I guess. Not really kidding around, but, you know, just a little bit. Uh, Jeff? Honestly, I think Bruins in six. It's not just because of the analytics, even just because of the most basic of numbers. The Senators are a negative goal differential on the season team. That is a big thing that we haven't even we haven't even discussed. Now, a lot of that is because Mike Condon and because the team doesn't score because they skate from, for, for, for Guy Boucher. But I don't, I don't see the Sens really being able to stick out for a long series. Now, I'm... I, I, I honestly don't really expect six. It's probably going to be seven, but I'm going to say six anyway. I think it's Bruins and six. Yep, uh, I think it's Bruins and seven. I have a hunch. I just have a feeling. That feeling could be totally wrong. I just got a feeling, though. Bruins Sky is falling. Huh? Sky is falling. What? Then I said- you got to wait till at least after tonight's game before you start going that far. <laughs> All right, fair enough. I mean, I thought about it. I thought uh, I could say Senators in six or five or whatever, right? And I thought, well, you know, I don't really believe that that's what's going to happen. And I, I'm i not going to take a dive here for my team to to go. I guess I could. I just think they're going to win in seven. Damn it. Seven. Yeah. I mean, I, you know, it would be great if they did it in four or five, but I don't think that's going to happen. But, you know, I think Marshy is going to be a, a difference. I think the team is, is going to – I think the leadership of this team is just fundamentally different than they were for, the, uh, for the, the beginning of the season. They've turned it around. I think they have enough people who can get everybody else in it. I'm going on the human factors here. Some, just, again, some of the things that the Bergie said in that yeah, yeah, Tribune but, article. I know we don't have time for that here today, but that was... Right, right, right. But I know that it's like, I was thinking about this before I saw that article. I was like, okay, what's the difference about the playoffs? The playoffs, you get a little extra time to, and you're focusing on one opponent. So you're not constantly like trying to figure out game plans against every opponent. You're just trying to work on one opponent. You're more focused. You have a little more time to work on specific things. You know, there's enough veteran presence on this team that they should be able to figure out this stuff. You know what I mean? I, I just, I, I have a feeling, you know, it could be totally wrong and then everybody can be mad at me, but you won't really get mad at me because you didn't before. Anyway, so that's how I, that's how I think it's going to go. I can't wait to see what other people's brackets look like. <laughs> 
Ottawa's lines do look a little different tonight, too, than the projected had. It's uh, MacArthur, Turris, Stone, Stahlberg, Broussard, Burroughs, Hoffman, Peugeot, Pyatt, Wingles, oh, Wingles, Smith, Ryan. Yeah. Oh, no cage face. Both sad. Both sad because no cage face, oh and, and also sad because because that's a better better fourth line than one that would involve him at this point in his career. Oh, <laughs> I forgot all about him. I thought it looked so weird when I was looking at at stuff. But anyway, yeah, that is that is a shame. But I, you know, I look. This is not the show that I want to talk about the the end of all ex Bruins careers. You know, we've got a uh, well. Honestly, we got to wrap it up. So uh, we hope that you enjoyed this abbreviated version. We'll be back again early next week. We're recording again on Sunday. So um, enjoy the first couple of games. We'll be back to talk about them next week. Tim, take us out. Word!